0: What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you for tuning in to the Love Quest podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go. Please have your way. Holy Spirit, help me here today, Because our show need help. And my neighbor needs more help. In Jesus' name, amen. Some of y'all said that part a little louder. Amen. Can we give it up for our first-time attendees one more time? Absolutely. And all, to, our, to our streaming audience, I personally want to say what's up on behalf of me and my wife. I did say what's up. How you doing? Hope all is well. Comment. Give us feedback. But I promise you, you do not want to be uh, walking around the kitchen and all that stuff right now. You probably want to catch this word. Sat down. In Jesus name. All right. It's going to be a wonderful day. It's already a good day. I want to hop back into insufficient funds. I don't know about you, man, but God has even, day one of the three months, has already been bringing rest in my life. It's funny when you decide to clean stuff you've been clinging to, how freedom comes. You think you need more, and the Lord says you just need less. You need less stress. Some of you need less friends. All them people ain't your friends. Right? You need less coffee meetings. Amen. You need less apps. You need less less social media. You need to stay out of uh, uh, you need to uh, stay out of more people's business. So less nosy, right? Look at your neighbor. and Say, put your nose back on your face. Amen. Put your nose back on your face. Amen. <laughs> but the idea is not enough. Is what? Come on. Not enough is what? One more time. Not enough is what? More than enough in a world where we are driven by more, driven by big, driven by next. And we are driven in a world where it's like grind. If you don't grind, you X. You're not successful. Uh, And like I said, big doesn't mean strong. Small doesn't mean weak. Right? But if you're a child of God, you can't live And be nourished by the things of the world. Period. Point blank. You can't live 100% in trust of the world's economy. Point blank. It just won't work. Right? Your trust can't be 100% in government officials, spouses, children, jobs. Um, It just does not work that way. And what I find is there is more believers that are as stressed out as anxious, as double-minded, as angry, as divorced, as addicted to drugs, as depressed, as anxious as the world. So what'd you get saved from? We got just as many people in the church that watch porn. what you get saved from? Just as many people that, that smoke medicinal marijuana. Right, it don't make it more godly because it's medicinal, or you got a you had back issues before you had a card. Amen. I just smell it in the room. Somebody, somebody, you still you didn't wash your jeans good enough. I don't know who you are, but amen. Nah. But the point is, is the world's ways. I'm telling you, they're fading. So anyone in here that depends on the world, let me tell you straight up, you will be disappointed soon. Don't let another pandemic happen. Well, here's the good news. It's many happening already. Just the world is not calling you to alert. What if we just stop everything because of racism? What if we stop everything because of injustice on inri- uh, uh, Aboriginal people? What if we just shut down and told everybody, "Don't go back to work until you learn how to love?" Right. That's not the world's priority. That's the kingdom's priority. So the Lord's saying, "Pause." Until we so we can advance the kingdom yeah. because the world is going to hell in a handbasket and, and the Christians going to walk them up to the door. What do I mean by that? We, we eternally safe. But if we're not doing anything, we're escorting the, the lost people to hell. Are you an escort? Amen. You, you called to be an escort to one place or another, heaven or hell. And if you believe hell's a real place, you got to believe heaven is. If you believe hell's on earth, you got to believe the kingdom can be on earth as well, the kingdom of God. Choose ye this day, life or death. I'm going to dive right into this because I could just talk to you all day. Because you family. 2 Corinthians 12. But he answered me, my grace is always. I hope I don't get stuck on always. But what does always mean? Every time? Every circumstance, every situation, every relationship, all day, every day. Say always. Always. He's always more than enough. What does more mean? What is more than? Greater than. Can't touch this. Beyond. Huh? Exceedingly. Overflow. More than. It, 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 so let's take out enough and let's put your problems there.
1: Come on!
0: Y'all wish we was the church that handed you out a little, little piece of paper where you could fill in the blanks. No. Some of y'all have filled in the blank on the paper and not in your heart. Amen. Talk to him, pastor. Talk to him, pastor. More than... No, 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 you wasn't listening. More than your problems. More than sick. Come on, talk to me. Huh? Won't you tell your neighbor one the blank? Because y'all just all talking to me is overwhelming me right now. Tell tell your neighbor more than... Anybody sitting next to somebody that didn't give them an answer? All right, talk to them. Gonna give them a chance again. Say, the Lord needs you to interact. Come on. More than what? More than pride. More than pride. Your husband said more than pride, so the Lord's working on his heart. <laughs> Say, more, more than what? Fries. Yeah. Hey, who got French fry issues? Who got French fry issues? That's a weak spot on me. Amen. All right. He's always, that's a mouthful. He's always more than enough. He's not always enough. The Lord didn't come in your life to be enough. Right? You go to a job and they can pay you enough. But the Lord doesn't come in your life to be enough. He comes in your life to be what? More than enough. Come on, scream out, more than enough. More than Look, for you, not me. I bet most of you believe that he's good and more than enough for someone else. But he's more than enough for you, Lily. And my power finds its full expression. Always more than enough. Full expression. So he also does not come in your life to do part of a job. Full expression through your weakness, not your education. Through your weakness, not your pride. Look, he says, I can fully express who I am through your weakness. So why do we keep our weakness From him. See the world tell you, man, cover it up, stuff it down. Keep it pushing, especially where I grew up. We ain't had time to be weak. We ain't had time to cry. We ain't had time to get no therapy. Couldn't afford no therapy. So we had to keep it pushing. We had to do the best we knew how. We didn't have resources. We didn't have the money. Daddy gone. That's just where I'm from. Prostitution, drug addiction. That, that, that's that that's so 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 and, and you live in and there's places in this world, they don't have no other choice but God. That's why they see God. But a lot of you in here got options. God's one of them. And what God's saying is I don't want to be an option. I'm first, foremost, I'm everything. right? Some of you putting your joy and happiness on hold till you get married. You putting your joy and happiness on hold till you start your career. Putting your joy and happiness on hold till you get accepted in that college. Like, joy is not given to you to be put on hold. Look, say, I will not put my joy on hold another hour. Look at your neighbor, say, you shouldn't too. He said, full expression, his full expression. I don't know about you, but I don't want God's part expression. But full expression through your weakness. So here's what he says in response to what God said I will then celebrate my weaknesses. He did not say, I'm going to walk around and say, I'm heck of weak. I'm weak. I'm defeated. Defeated. Hey, defeated. Hey. She got over on me. She got over on me. Devil is defeated. Ah, see, that's that's what he's talking, right? He said, I'll celebrate in my weakness. So instead of instead of magnifying my defeat or my weakness, I magnify his victory over my weakness. So he said, I celebrate my weaknesses. He's not merely celebrating, oh, I'm in a pit, oh, I'm sick, oh, I've been left, I've been isolated, I've been been left behind, oh, I got fired, oh, I'm ignorant in certain areas of my life, oh, I don't have the degree or the resume to do, oh, no, he's saying that my God can, my God will. He's celebrating his weaknesses in God's strength. And the problem is, in your weakness, can you put the attention on God and not your circumstance? He said, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Your solution is in one of his names. So you can talk about the solution or you can talk about the problem. dealing with sickness don't magnify sickness magnify Rafa magnifying Rafa is not ignoring sickness you, you ever I don't know if you use this language here but back home they be like I'm gonna sick my dog on you right here Canada you sick you sick yeah cause I ain't never seen no dogs here that's like that, that's like ah, dogs here are apologetic Hey, dogs back home take your Slurpee. They just be like, "Give me, give me that, give me that Slurpee." All right. So this, this is what I'm saying. Y'all got to get some strength about yourself and sick the Word on your circumstance. When we start the series on the campus here, when we're talking about championship, what is it to? Because a lot of people, everybody in here know how to lose, and not everybody in here know how to win. Winning is not passive or accidental. Winning, you go for it. It's intentional, right? And it starts as a kid because if you played sports, you probably played on a basketball team with 30 people. And everybody got a shot. You, You probably never got cut here. I've been cut before. Every kid, if they're trash, should get cut. And if your kid get cut, stop lying to your kid and don't be the parent asking the coach why my kid ain't playing. No, if you want your kid to get some playing time, start working on their skills. Because that bleeds into life and it bleeds into your Christianity. Victory came from the Lord, not the devil. The devil is the loser. Death is the loser. So when you when you when you're raised in a certain culture, you take it into the kingdom and it doesn't work for you. So you settle for passive religious experiences and you come to a place like this where we like, yeah, like a winning team fans do. Right. I'm from California, so and I'm from Oakland, California, so I've experienced championships. Golden State Warriors, Oakland A's, 49ers, Raiders. We've won a few. We've won a few. So understand that championships impact the region. The economy increases when winning teams are in it. Let me sat down for a second because y'all slow this morning. Okay, so when, when, when our team is winning we play longer than any city and then when we're in playoffs and championship all the media comes to where the last two teams are playing I'm talking about all the media all over the world comes to where the championship game is and you get all those people coming in hotels are, uh, hotel, and they, they don't just sell out but they get a right to increase their prices champions bring value wherever they go Come on, man. And and that's why when we start this series, I am going to have a section where we call it trash talk. We need more Christians know how to trash talk. You too quiet. You too quiet. You just let the player go. You let the devil dribble past you. You'll let the devil and his demons run all over you. And you just like, oh lay, go right ahead. No, you better learn how to trash talk. You better learn how to remind yourself and the devil who you are, who got your back. That's what Elijah said. Can you please open the eyes of my servant? Show him there's more for us than there are against us. Trash talk. We just give that to the world. It's just like, no, Jesus. What? Jesus always trash talk. Think of some of the things he said. fruit vipers. What? That's stuff whitewashed, do though. That's what something like Michael Jordan would say. That's what Ocho Cinco would say. That's what trash-talking athletes would say. And you know what? When he was talking trash, he wasn't always talking to the opposing team. He was talking to his teammates because they was too soft. That was accountability on the team. Stop running from accountability. Stop running from people that challenge you and call you higher. You cannot be on a championship team if there's no aura in the locker room that we all call each other higher. You can't be a championship team if you don't know your role. Stop going after other people's roles. That's not how championship. On a championship team, somebody giving up shots. Somebody taking a pay cut. Somebody sacrificing something. I'm celebrating in my weaknesses And to celebrate your weakness When you celebrate praise is a form of trash talk What? It's a weapon It's trash talk when you praise God that, That's, that's kind of what he says He says enter to his gates with praise Why? Because there's gates Right? There's, there's, there's an opposer there's, there's, there's things in the way Of getting to the throne room And you can't just want intimacy without praise. So I enter in letting him know who he is, but I'm not just letting God know who he is. He knows who he is. I'm reminding myself, but I'm also putting hell on notice that I know who he is. And no thought, no doubt, no lie that you planted in my head, in my bloodline will I pay attention to. When I praise, it's a form of ignoring the enemy. And that's why some of you shouldn't sit here with your mouth closed because you can't ignore by thinking. Sometimes you got to tell your body what's happening. And when you use your voice and you you exalt and you push forth energy, things shift. Forget the kingdom of God. Go to a ball game. The energy in a winning house. Why do people go to ball games? They're entertainment. You want to get away from the things of the world. So you go to a game, and you go to a good game. Let me help you. Why do losing teams, stadiums, stay empty? Right, and some of us act like we ain't got nothing to cheer for. But wherever there is a championship team. Right, let me help you. Your city doesn't need the Canucks to win a championship. They don't need BC Lions to win a championship. We don't need an NBA team here. What we need is a church that is full of life, full of celebration, that don't mind a little trash talk, that don't mind going in the marketplace and owning your little bit of swag and and your intelligence, go in Whole Foods, go, go wherever. You go to Versace, you go wherever you go, take the trophy with you. And walking with our head down and all that. Man, stop making excuses. Championship teams do what they got to do to get in shape to win. So "So I'm not defeated. I'm not defeated by my weakness. But I'm delighted. Because it's an opportunity for me to know God. For God to take care of his son, let, let, me t- let, me, let me help you out, let me help you out, let me help you out. I'm not going to lie. I really don't like being sick. But the part I like about being sick is I get taken care of. It's like almost, it's like you, you, you praying to get well, but then as soon as you get well, you like, dang, like, I got to go get my own food now. Ain't nobody calling like, pastor, you okay? I'm praying for you. I'm declaring over your life that you were healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Why you wasn't calling me before?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Th- this is what he's saying. When I'm sick, it gives God an opportunity to take care of me in a way that doesn't pull on him Because I don't need him the same way when I'm well. It's like we celebrate when God entrusts us with blessing. But the highest form of blessing is he trusts you with trouble. And so what he's saying is I learned not to despise trouble because if he's allowed trouble, it must mean that he's honoring me with his strength. And never in life will I ever have an opportunity to need this verse once I die. So the blessing is that this the celebration when I'm weak counts more than when I'm not. And we'll all give a, pra- a thank offering when it's all good, when you get promotion. But boy, let me man what helped Love Quest get through the pandemic is we are a praising house. And when you're a house of celebration, you don't need the doors open. You just need a place to celebrate. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being a church shutting down. Like, we followed the rules. To the T. But for the newcomers, remember the Lord gave us that revelation. Is the church needs to learn how, you know, in football... When the quarterback, skillful quarterback, he only has a little bit of room, so he'll throw it out of bounds but in reach. So we read the laws to understand our boundaries. But anywhere, what God said is, no, I need you to read and I need you to stretch. And so when we did certain things, you can have a stream team. Remember the stream team? Some of y'all came to Love Quest over the stream team. So we allowed some people to come by way of invite to our stream team. Everybody was on our stream team, right? Because you can have a stream team. So when people came and RSVP'd, you washing chairs, you on the... What, what, we had all kinds of teams, We had the sanitization team. We had had the setup team. And the setup team don't set up and then go home. They got to be a part of the what? Breakdown team.
1: Amen.
0: Right? What was we doing? We we were still in bounds, but we was... Right Ah! That's a good job. I still would have failed, though. What's that? What's that? Okay. Amen. Amen. Oh, man. All right. All right. He's like, oh. Amen. That felt like one of them crump moves, just like. Ah. All right. All right. All right. First time attendees, like, what the heck did I just come to? Amen. Weakness is not a limitation. It's a seed. I'm going to help somebody this morning. Weakness is not a limitation. It's a seed. Learn how to sow your weakness. He said if you give or sow grudgingly, you reap grudgingly. When's the last time complaining about you sick made you well? You see how you sowed your weakness grudgingly and all you did was get sicker. Shaka Khan. There we go. We, we got response, team. Hey, so your parents, your parents, <laughs> it was so cute. Your parents told me, you came home and was like, is Shaka, Shaka Khan a real person? They thought that was Pastor Tongue, heavenly prayer language. That is so cute. That is so cute. That is so cute. Shaka Khan is really a person. She actually coming to, to, to Canada. For what? I don't know. Amen. Weakness. (laughs) Weakness is, you guys got to get this. Weakness is not a limitation. It's a what? Come on, come on. It's a what? See, one more time. It's a what? See, next time you're not feeling well, I dare you to sow it. Next time somebody get on your nerves, just sow it. Next time you're feeling weak, frustrated, upset, angry, sow your anger. Sow it, sow it, sow it. I promise you, you sow joy when you are weak. Joy will come back and make you well. Oh, this is groundbreaking right here. Weakness is not a limitation. An absence of your strength doesn't mean an absence of his glory. That's why the thief is mad he didn't steal your wake up. The thief is mad he didn't steal or he could not stop yo get up. And so I need y'all to help me rub it in his face and let him hear yo speak up. Come on, give us some praise. Come on,
1: speak up. We love you Lord. The devil is defeated. Yes sir. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Yes. I am victorious. The devil is under my feet. Yes.
0: Yeah, the thief is mad he didn't steal your wake up. Remember what he said? Hell is hell. Hell got a reason to be upset that I woke up, but I can't just wake up. You know, the, the, this generation say, oh, I'm woke. You can still be woke in the hospital. You got to go from woke to what? Get up. And you got to go from get up to what? Speak up. You got to use your mouth. Showing up to church ain't never brought nobody to victory unless they came in agreement. With what the church brought them. Thief is mad he didn't steal my wake up. He mad he couldn't stop my get up. So I'm going to rub it in his face and let him hear my speak up. You better start speaking up. Trash talk that joker. He knows. See, see, I got a feeling there's some people in here. If you played, you know, sports, you would would feel bad beating someone. (laughs) But I also know the thief is furious. You and death broke up. He shook at the fact you're now aware of your backup, and he's confused about your decision to put lack up.
1: We are stepping into the land of more than enough. For some people,
0: some people may not understand. Maybe you still want to date death and sickness. That's on you. Go on right ahead. Go on right ahead. But, but the, he mad that I broke up like 2007. I broke up with death and, and defeat and sickness. I broke up. You got to break up. You can't wait for. Are you so anybody in here that be waiting for the person to break up with them? <laughs> Let me help you. Death is never going to leave you alone. Sickness will never leave your body alone until you learn how to break up with it. And the way you break up with it is you do not associate yourself with it. And just because I don't associate myself with something that is a earthly reality does not mean I'm ignoring what I'm going through. What I'm saying is, it's just like whoever created the airplane, they didn't allow the law of gravity to stop them from doing something that will absolutely transform the world. The law of gravity was defied. So when I'm telling you, the same way the law of gravity was defied, then also the law of sickness and death can be defied. But you got to what? Push back. You got to break up with what other people think. I can't imagine what it took for Noah. Can't imagine what it took to create airplanes. It took some failure. It took some frustration. It took people not wanting to invest in this crazy idea. But look at us now, flying all over the world in the air for 15 hours. What kind of? If it wasn't for snacks and TV and a comfortable chair, i freak out. Really thinking about it. I'm in the air and there's nothing we can do about it. If this plane goes down except pray. So uh, if you're willing to put your life in an airplane, how are you not willing to talk trash and oppose whatever you're going through? You ignore the law of gravity when you get in the airplane and you got the nerve to spend two thousand dollars to go to some other country and then spend money on hotels, buy new shades. Hit sandals. You see how you prepare to do crazy. What are you preparing? You're not thinking that you might not make it back. You told your job you'd be back. You took vacation time, which means you plan when your vacation over to come back to what? Work. See what faith did. You planned it. You spent money. You saved for it. You know what we're doing when we praise? We're saving for a rainy day. See, I put praise up so when sickness come, I got reason to pull praise down. I got reason to pull heaven down because I invest. I'm not just a worshiper when it's all good. I'm a worshiper all the time. God is good what? All the time. All the time, God is good. So is anybody ready to break up? Some of y'all came in sitting you sitting with sickness oh oh the ushers didn't see sickness with you but you got them they didn't see anger with you but you got them didn't see insecurity with you it might be an empty seat next to you but you got you you got somebody sitting with you Break up with them right now let's pray into that. Whoever you are, whatever it is, right where you are, just for a second. It don't take long. Just declare over yourself, I will not associate with you sickness. I will not associate with you rage. I will not associate with you insecurity. I will not associate with you poverty. I will not associate with you suicide. I will not associate. Today is the day of breakup. Eviction notice right now in Jesus' name. You got to go. Spirit of defeat, you got to go. You got to go right now. Oh, the hell is shaking right now. Because I got back up. I got back up. I got a cloud of witnesses around me. I got a cloud of witnesses on my side. Thank you, Jesus. Say it's going up from here. Come on, say it's going up from here. Glad I got my overall you know, on. You know, Give me my towel. I'm put my glasses right here on my overalls. I'm cooking this morning. I'm cooking. I'm cooking. It's going up from here. All the way up.
1: All the way up. All the way up. All the way up. Yeah, that's stop, 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 stop. Stop,
0: It's going up from here. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. We know his motive. A lot of us will focus on the first part, but I'm like, let's just chop that part out and focus on the second part. But my Savior, my God, my Lord, my Master, my Redeemer has come to give me and you everything. Say everything 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 now, now let me make it clear it's not oh mansions and all oh, okay that's cool well let's start with joy let's start with love let's start with peace let's start with family let's start with healthy relationships everything in abundance here's here, here's the cool part more than you can expect Life in its fullness until you what? Overflow. Say overflow. Overflow. Oh, Jesus. The TPT says, the thief, or the uh, the AMPC says, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy. You can't enjoy it if you ain't have it. Say, I got joy. And here's the thing, in Jesus Christ, you do have joy. But are you enjoying it? You can have a nice house and not enjoy it. Just because you're not enjoying joy don't mean you don't have joy. Just because you don't feel joyful don't mean joy is not there. He said, I came that they may have. Right? He, he came, he died, he died. And he rose. There's nothing else you need for joy but to believe. This is not a paycheck joy. It's not a spouse joy. This is not a sex joy. This is not, this is not a, a, a mansion joy. This is, has nothing to do with receiving anything but Jesus. That's what he's saying. I'm more than enough. So, so you can go to some continents and, and you're wondering why they dancing and they living with holes in their roof with ten children. They only have uh, uh, rice to eat, but you're wondering why they got joy and you living downtown in a penthouse complaining. And you wonder why you go to some continents and they just with, with no shoes. Right? You see, kids—some of the dopest dancers, them them little kids come from Africa. Just like, oh, and they just going across. Where they get that joy from, though? (laughs) Where they get that joy from? Where does the kids get the joy from? Ooh, because the kids gonna reflect however the parents is acting. If you raise your kids to depend on the world and education, and go out there and just work hard, working hard, but tell, teach your kids the other part: rest hard too. I didn't say play hard; I said rest hard, soul rest. So you done gave your kids a good work ethic, but what about their stress levels? What about they fight with the enemy? Don't pat yourself on the back because you gave your kids a good work, but you left them depressed or you left them, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's good they work hard, but not if you leave them slaves. Enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows, till it overflows. Hashtag no need for more. Hashtag gotta be a blessing hashtag groundbreaking blessing hashtag bloodline shifting life the lord is trying to do away every generation coming out of you and after you should do better than you and not have to fight wars you had to fight Right. Get addiction out of your bloodline. I don't not drink because I'm going to go to hell. If I drink, I don't not drink because maybe I could sip. But if I keep the door open to drinking my kids or my grandkids, my sip may turn into an addiction. So I'm closing the door and my pleasure is not worth their bondage. We make it all about going to hell. No. Carry your cross. You can party all you want to. But what doors are you leaving open for your children? It's a spiritual thing. You think you're hiding. You're not hiding. The devil knows what you're doing. Therefore, you give him legal right to afflict your bloodline. And you might got enough strength to just sip every now and then. He like, cool, I'll just wait till you're dead. Cool, I'll wait till you your kids get out your house. You have given me the keys to your children's soul. Now they have to. They have to fight. Don't mean they're defeated, but there's a battle that they should not have to fight. And Jesus carried the cross so you don't have to pay for your sins. So you should carry your bloodlines cross so that your children don't have to pay for yours. The enemy's defeated. But what he can do is torment generations. Banking on someone will walk away from Jesus. Not holier than thou or no, no. I can go drink a glass of wine right now and go smooth to heaven. Smooth to heaven with stars in my helmet because I'm a soul winner. Go to heaven and the Lord like, what's up? Glass of wine, <laughs> your little Myrtle, old your little age, saw me home, blown. You're not going to hell. Point is, is someone may experience hell because you keeping doors open. In real love. Is sacrificial it's not always beneficial for you but it is sacrificial for the next generation it is sacrificial for your neighbor it is sacrificial for your co-worker right how many people in your life you're giving permission to do something you got control and you got a church home and you got pastors and you got support but your friend that you partying with they don't got the system you got And you just having fun with them. And they going home ready to kill themselves because they don't got a church. They don't got people praying for them. I don't know who that for. But amen. I will taste, see, and enjoy the good life. The abundant life. The oasis life. The kingdom life. I will, I must, I do. When? Today. We're going to read that again. I will taste, see, and enjoy the good life, the abundant life, the oasis life, the kingdom life. I will, I must, I do today. Look at somebody and tell them, you will taste, you will see, and you will enjoy the good life, the abundant life, the oasis life, the kingdom life. I will, you must, you do, and it's today. Say today. Today. day man I'm not putting off joy I'm not putting off joy another day I'm not putting off celebrating another day that was one thing in our leadership meeting the other day is we will be committed we will be a culture committed to consistent celebration. I'm not waiting for a reason to celebrate. I woke up. That's a reason to celebrate. Every day I wake up, I should be celebrating. I'm not waiting for a raise. I'm not waiting for my team to win. I'm not waiting for you to approve me or like me. I am celebrating because my God is good. I'm looking for reasons to celebrate. Ephesians 3, never doubt God's mighty power to work in you. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest requests. Your most unbelievable dream. Your most unbelievable dream. And he will exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all. So he won't only... He won't only do, but then he will outdo. Man, he will outdo. But I want you to not forget the part where he says his power working in you. That's why I got a trash talk, because I'm releasing the power that's working in me. Right? He he will outdo them all for his miraculous. Listen, he cannot do the exceeding abundantly without your participation. You can't sit on a, God help my city. He like, cool, I'm ready.
1: Go ahead, God. Go ahead.
0: But for some of y'all, God don't need you to pray no more about that thing. You've been praying. He's not going to give you another sign. Let me give my towel. While y'all say lies? I've seen a few people looking around. That means that word for you. He ain't giving you another sign. The fact that I just told you he ain't giving you another sign is a sign. So take that sign. It's your last sign. trying to tell you right now i'm trying to tell you he's trying to get some stuff out of you then he can work with you he's trying to get some stuff out of you and then he can work with you when i'm releasing the word of god in the atmosphere i have just now given the holy spirit the legal right to work with me and make things happen how do i know that the bible says where it tells me about the, 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 the uh, uh, armor of God, the sword of the Spirit. Okay, if I'm a soldier, and I, you'd be like, that's Pastor T's sword. Right? That, that's Pastor T's sword. Right? What would I do? What would you think I'd do with my sword? Huh? Huh? Use it. Cut some things up. Okay. So if I'm partnering with the Holy Spirit and the word of God is the sword of the spirit, then it tells me that the Holy Spirit works through the word. So if I have to put my whole armor on, then I got to get the word in me, but not to stay in me. I got to get it out of me because Joshua says, do not let these words depart from your mouth, meaning don't ever stop speaking the word. The Bible says in Psalm 102 that the angels hearken to the word of God. So how can I experience victory, God's victory? Not every two week victory, not paycheck victory, not dun, 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 not graduation, not wedding day. I'm talking about every day, no matter what happens, victory. It's because every day I'm keeping that word in my mouth. I'm keeping celebration in my life. I will tell you again, Jesus is not Northern American. Sorry. He don't be chilling like some of y'all. When you really understand geographically where Jesus is from, first of all, you know he don't look like a lot of your pictures. Amen. He's a little closer to my complexion, a little closer to my complexion. Just saying, okay? Just saying. You go to the east. Just for a month to see, see how you, how, what color you come back. Okay, just saying, just saying. But what I do know about where he is from, they know how to celebrate. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I read in the Bible over and over, God demanded them to celebrate. And I'm not talking about, oh, clap your hands. I'm talking about the feast. I'm talking about Jubilee. I'm talking about how they celebrated. The Feast of Tabernacles, like, 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 I would not adopt Canadian way of worship if it means you sit on your tail, don't clap your hands, have a timid approach to God. I, I would not do that. That that's not biblical participation. And and I wouldn't just go to a worship night to be free to express myself. I would never sit in a church where I couldn't express. My joy. What the heck? Now I'm not gonna. I can't be constipated for two hours. That's painful, man. You, do, you need to love yourself enough to release a praise. Yeah. So for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. What is energy? energy, 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 right? It's got his, his power energizes us. So his presence on my life energizes me. I can't sit still. That's why I could have been asleep on the way here in the car. But when I get up here, when I get on my assignment, man, I just can't keep, keep it to myself. Sorry. It's just like, you could be tired all you want to. You get home. Some of y'all see y'all dog, you light up. Your dog come up with his little tail shaking all over you and you, and you, and you, and you just light up.
1: And
0: he licking your face. What? Praise break with your dog, but not at church? Wow. Wow. Let me put my purse down. Let me put my purse down. We're going to go on the walk. Ah. Some of y'all led by your dog more than the spirit. Oh, you got to poop. Let me go on. Okay, go on here. Let me get poop. Let me poop. Go on here, and Poop. And then this is what they do. Then you get that bag and you pick his poop up. Your dog. Oh, my God. Help us, Lord. We got our priorities wrong. Now, we offer up to God all the glorious praise that rises from every church in every generation through Jesus Christ. And all that will yet be manifest through time. This is right after he promises exceeding abundantly above. So then he says, we offer up to God all glorious praise. That rises from what? Every church. In every generation, there should be the trait of praise. Don't you
1: worry about it, Dang.
0: Don't you worry about it. <laughs> Y'all know the song?
1: Alright, all right, stop, 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 stop. We won't worry about a thing. Hey, we won't worry about a thing. We won't worry about a thing. Say, we won't worry about a one last time, we won't worry about a thing. We won't worry about a
0: We won't worry about a thing. All right, cool, 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 cool. Amen. See, you would praise them louder if you knew we didn't plan that. That was just in the spirit, you know what I'm saying? Praise break all the time. We, 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 we went from, we're going to praise him, but we're not going to worry about a thing. I, I want you do, not take for light like thing. We won't worry about things. I'll say most of you, your worry comes from things. Things. Oh. We've made goals that dig us in holes, hiding us from holes. I think it's time to break the mold, it's old. Shaka Zulu. That was not a quote from Billy Graham or Shakespeare or nothing like that. That was from me right there. What's wrong with you? We've made goals that dig us in holes. Hiding us from whole. Some of your goals hide you from whole. I'm gonna go over here and do this. And God's like, but that's not where whole is. And you take a paycheck over going where whole is. It's like I will take let this is where championship teams people will pay take pay cuts to win. Because they're going to make that money up after they got the gold. They get endorsement deals. They, 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 they now go get on speaking engagements. Now they're getting paid just for appearances. Hey, hey, come to sit in the VIP for one hour. Just show up so we can tell the public that Draymond Green going to be here. And then we're going to make everybody pay triple the price. And the only reason that they can charge that. And you can get 100000 Some people get millions of dollars just for showing up for an hour. <laughs> but we want the bag now. We want to only hang around the popular. We don't want to spend that season of rest. So we've been hidden by some of our goals. And I would say it's time to break the mold. Why? Because it's old. That way, that pattern of life is, is old, man. It's, it's old coming to church and just happy with a service, being inspired, taking notes, and don't live the word of God. Church hopping is old. Get somewhere. Get rooted. Get planted. Right? Don't be afraid of being planted. Don't be afraid of pouring into your local church. You're not just pouring into your local church. You're pouring into your city, the region. Everybody in this region, especially immediate, is going to be impacted by this church and other churches. But for sure, where we are, we will leave a footprint for the rest of history in this community. So Matthew 6, don't keep hoarding for yourselves earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves. Material wealth eventually rusts, decays, and loses its value. Instead, stockpile heavenly treasures. What are heavenly treasures? Souls. Bring joy to people. Bring peace to people. Bring clarity to people. Bring salvation to people. Bring strength to people. Bring unity to brokenness. Bring reconciliation to way to to wayward souls, to backsliders. Bring healing. Bring your testimony. Heavenly treasures. This is what I'm doing right now is I've given up my life and my wife and I have left behind guarantee to build something that will outlive us, our kids, our grandkids, and yours the like. But when we show up to heaven, we won't be bankrupt. We got rewards waiting for us and we're not done. But the transformation that has come through some of your lives, through being a part of this community, the devil can't steal that from us. Right? I can give you a jacket, but guess what? You probably end up giving that jacket to somebody else. And if I give you a jacket during the fast, you might not be able to fit that after we get off the fast. (laughs) For yourselves, that cannot be stolen and will never rust, decay, or lose their value. For your heart will always pursue what you esteem as your treasure. And as I told this community, we need to redirect the desires and affections of our heart. God didn't say it's not okay to want nice things. But you have to be careful where you direct your desire and your affection. Because wherever your affection and your desire is. What you esteem, you will always pursue what you esteem as treasure. What do you deem as important? Let me help you. Today, you can start just putting off some things that you've made important over the last few months, last few years. They're not important anymore. Sorry, but that relationship does not bring you life. Purge it. That way of thinking, that place, right? The yoga membership is not going to bring your soul healing. Whoever I'm talking, did nothing wrong. You do yoga, do your thing, but yoga can't be your religion. It can't be your faith. It's not connected to the source. It's connected to a source, but it does not have eternal value to it. It's temporary. The little rock you got swinging in your window, that don't have hope in it, that's a medallion. Your favorite pillow, your dream catcher. All these things, being vegan, being plant-based, juicing, all those things are beneficial. But you act like your life is so much better. And you hold it up. But you still broken with your little thin self. You still broken with your with, with your in-shaped self. With all the muscles, your soul is still starving. Not saying, do not, like, God, man, we want to go to Bali. All those dreams we have, keep them. Like, like let's go. But, but, but I'm not waking up every day going to work for vacation. There's an internal vacation that you can live in every day. It's an oasis. It's peace. It's joy. It's, man, I love my life. No matter where you at, you can love your life. When I grew up in the hood, I didn't really know it was hood. We enjoy playing hoop with the carnation, the milk crate on the telephone pole. And we would, man, that was basketball. We enjoyed playing football in the street and the telephone poles was the end zone. That was Football. I, ain't, I you know, powder milk cereal, okay, i eat it, just sprinkle it, pour some water on it, man, Cap'n Crunch was still Cap'n Crunch. You're sharing bedrooms with your siblings growing up. As a kid, you don't, you're not even aware that that's lack because you and your siblings playing every day. When you were little, you enjoyed life without all the stuff. And that's why he says, come into the kingdom as a child. You can't come into his arms with stress. What if your kids laid in your arms, stressed out? Not trusting your embrace. Always anxious. Always complaining. I hated it when my kids complain all the time. Right? Wait a minute, we just ate. What are you talking about? Is there something else? like you give that homeless person some change and they like what's this what you was asking for get my money back you are bad ground you are bad soil right now this is why i tell you to never be worried about your life for all that you need will be provided such as food water clothing everything your body needs isn't there more to life than a meal isn't your body more than clothing like i said like black and blue i always bring up black and blue and because i keep bringing it up i'm going tomorrow But man, I had to, man, there's nights we, man, I'm so sick and tired of A, I want to blow up every A&W on the way home. A&W, the only thing open by the time it's time to go home. I'm so tired of Uncle Burgers and Auntie Burgers and fries and all that. I'm so tired of that stuff. But I'm just saying, growing up, McDonald's had to work. That little 99 cent menu we had to live off of. And even in college, you may have to live off of that. But you don't go to bed, start. That's what God promises. This is what we got. I don't even know if we're going to get to it this morning. But but most of what stresses us out is not needs, it's wants. And all God is saying is do not let wants stress you out. Because you're going to be mad at him because he's not promising you wants. Where he promises you wants is where you desire him and he'll give you the desires of your heart. But what he will provide for any person, believer or non-believer, is needs. No, 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 no. You bought that house. You overreached. You don't need money to pay that. You need to downgrade, but you're not humbled enough. You picked that bougie partner. Now you stressed out trying to get, make a bunch of money. Not saying you need to break up, but you better get something clear and not allow a relationship to drive you to stress. Parents, girlfriends, boyfriends. I'm sorry, boo boo. This is the budget we eating on. Yeah, we splitting this burger today. Yeah, I'm telling you real stuff. That's when that's when the booty. Yeah, did he say that? Yes. That's when the booty is not what it's all about no more. Yeah, yeah, boo. But I'm going to see, I'm going to keep it real. Booty done got y'all in some places, you banging on the door trying to get out. What did we say? Curves do what? Swerve. It won't always be like that. So you better fall in love with that half a cheeseburger before you fall in love with them, you know what I'm saying, that double cheeseburger. Amen. (laughs) Amen. All right, all right. We got to find a place to close. Focus, Jesus. Focus, Jesus. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: isn't your body more than clothing man I like clothes I love fashion what I look like walking around here like Lord just no he just won't up wearing sweatpants don't ever get a haircut and just be like trash because it's all about Jesus not about hygiene it's about Jesus no it's about Jesus said it's about hygiene okay right double down look at your neighbors amen don't don't look at your neighbor so then forsake your worries why would you say what will I eat or what will we drink or what will we wear but that is what the unbelievers chase. Doesn't your heavenly father already know the things your body requires? See, I could come to church every Sunday without needing a breakthrough because I know he knows my needs. You ready? He even knows what you need that you don't know you need. So above all, constantly seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. Say then, all these less important things. Wait a minute, your God says the stuff you tripping on is the least important thing he's tripping on. Wow. Wow. So you bombard in heaven with stuff God is like, what'd you say? What you? What? You worried about that. These least important things will be given to you abundantly. So it sounds like he has things on his mind for you. Because he knows you're in a world where things witness. Ah. Oh, did I just give you a motive for wanting things? I want abundance so that I can help people. And it's not the abundance that's a witness. It's the being able to help people that's a witness. It's being able to be a lender and not a borrower. It's being able to bless a mom, bless a dad, bless a family. It's being able to hire people that the world won't hire and give people a chance There's a reason for abundance. God wants to bless you, but all he's asking you to do is switch your motives up. You don't work for a living. You work for a giving. So refuse to worry about tomorrow, but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. Tomorrow will take care of itself. And if you wake up tomorrow and there's nothing to worry about, don't pull tomorrow's worries into today. Let tomorrow's worries wait for you tomorrow. Tell tomorrow i see you then. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes you get you off work. Your bills are paid. Maybe one of them not. You got food in the fridge. And you're just sitting there making yourself worry about something. Now you're stressed out because you're off work. Oh, I feel lazy. I got to be doing something. Right? What, what, we, we just worry so much. And then we get on Instagram, like, wow, they look like they are having fun today. Let me get one of them. You seeing other people dating, and you're like, oh, my God, like, God, come through for me. Just like that. Come through for me, Jesus. <laughs> right, declare. same God right now, same God back then. If you did it for them, you could do it for me. read these couple slides and we go home. True poverty is not having your basic needs met. You ain't poor because you can't eat out at a certain place. Stop it. McDonald's is food. Some of it on the menu not, (laughs) but some of it is. Get the salad, right? They salad is good. Like, last resort, you know what I'm saying? And don't be the person like, oh, my kids just wanted McDonald's. No, you digging in there as that bag passed you in the drive-thru, you. You ready? Not having your needs met is evil. Restlessness due to not having what I want is recklessness and negligence being restless over a lack of wants is reckless it's not stewarding your peace being restless over what i not having what i want and here's the question are you losing sleep over needs or wants It's coming up there in a second. Be honest. Are you losing sleep? Are you anxious? Some folks anxious because they're anxious. You don't have nothing to be anxious about. You just anxious because you're anxious. You anxious cause stuff ain't hurrying up. Start offloading today's stuff you can't control. You can't control your mama. Mom's going to act a fool. Pop's going to do what he do. Friends gonna Like, you can't control that. Here's a couple questions. Who said you need that? This week, here's your homework. Write a list of needs and wants. And the stuff on the one side, don't let yourself stress over it another day. place to stop man's first sin you'll love this elder john did did your lord slap me in the head this morning when i was i need y'all to pay attention to this i'm sure all you guys know this but i didn't really pay attention to this but man's first sin was not trusting in god's resources and provision he said don't eat from that tree everything was good and we just had to have that one tree we just had to eat off that one tree he's like you can have all of these trees in the garden Just don't eat off of that one. We fail because we didn't trust God. We fail because of greed. We were not satisfied with all them trees. We just had to eat off the one he said don't touch. And then our eyes was opened to the knowledge of good and evil. I expose myself to a world of temptation. This is what I'm after. True enrichment comes from the blessing of the Lord with rest and contentment in knowing that it all comes from him. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow with it. Neither does tolling increase it. I want the blessing more than I want blessings, and it is a difference. This is, the blessing of the Lord is an empowerment. It is favor on your life. It's what Joseph had in a pit as a slave with only the garment on his back. The blessing of the Lord was on him, and trust me, when the blessing is on you, people will see it. There's some stuff that you and I will never have to work for. I'll speak for myself. There's some stuff that I desire that I will never have to work for because I am not ashamed to wear the blessing. Everything that you desire doesn't mean you have to work for it. So we must repent from the striving life and enlist ourselves into the thriving life of Jesus Christ, which he says that we should walk in and live in the good life that was prearranged and made ready for us to live. The good life was already prepared for you. What you stressing on? I didn't say stress won't be at the door. I didn't say stress won't be around you. I, wouldn't, I didn't say you will not feel stress. What I'm telling you is you do not let stress dictate your actions so as Jesus says repent change your inner self change your old way of thinking regret past sins leave your life in a way that proves repentance y'all think that doing drugs and having sex and lusting is sin not trusting God is sin So you can look at the the sex trafficking. You can look at all the things in your eyes that you think sin is. But not trusting God is as big a sin. So seek God's purpose for your life. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And simply what he's telling you is that John 10, 10 life is at hand. So turn. And this is what I will say. Entering God's rest is a fruit of Repentance. One of my top guns is rest. And lastly, the devil can't stand a person with rhythm, poise, and pace in the grace of God. God flows in a rhythm, and worry throws us off rhythm. I don't know about you, but it's hard dancing with somebody that's off beat, especially a slow dance. And God, walking with the Lord is a rhythm. It's a rhythm. Fighting this good fight of faith, it's a rhythm. And you need poise. What does that mean? When pressure comes, you you don't lose it. You can still think straight. You're consistent under pressure. Your character don't change under pressure. Love don't change under pressure. Peace may be shaken, but it's not taken under pressure. Lift your hands right where you are. Worship team, just lift your hands right where you are. And just take the next couple minutes. You're just going to, man, the Lord wants you to put some things down today. What are you worried about that you cannot control? turn it in release it what's wants versus needs be honest and there's some stuff that I want and I'll get myself worked up and I'm like man it just ain't time It's not time to have that or buy that. It don't mean you got to take it off your wish list. It just means you got to wait. Put it on your wait list. Right? You'll get on the waiting list for your favorite restaurant. Thank you, Jesus. What you're gonna do is you're gonna trade your sorrows, you're gonna trade your stress, you're gonna trade that negativity today for joy, you're gonna trade that morning for dancing. And for those that are part of Love Quest, you've been here these next three months, is theme more than enough. We're going to trust God. We're going to purge. We're going to make quick, decisive decisions and not allow ourselves to just go days just being indecisive. We're going to put indecisiveness down. We're going to put indecisiveness down for the next three months. We're going to allow God to bring in supernaturally our wants. And we're going to focus on our needs to focus on love, you need your soul needs agape. Your soul needs peace. your soul needs healthy relationships. Go to work. Do what you do. But this next three months is not the m- three months of extra. Rest from overdoing it. Rest from overthinking. Some stuff you're thinking about. Do you need to? Is it adding value to your life? As our team is walking around handing out communion today, as we come to a close, we're going to take communion and remember our Lord and Savior. We're going to get out of here. Hey, some of you are in relationships that you cannot get out of. Can I help you? Have a conversation with your spouse have a conversation with your family members and just say hey can and if everyone can listen as they're getting their communion this is very important maybe you have a conversation this week with someone because there's some things you're not stressing over but by way of relationship they're bringing stress in it So maybe this week, you're going to have a conversation and say, babe, mom, dad, sister, brother, look. And they may not be able to see the long-term picture. Just say, man, for the next few couple months, we're not going to stress over that. For the next few months, we're not going to make those decisions. You have a right. Now you keep going. You have a right to stand for your peace. Amen. Can I free you for a second? You have a right to not tolerate folks bringing stress in your life. That's especially unnecessary. You have a right to shut down a conversation If it's turning you away from the goodness of God, if it's turning you away from the Word of God, you have a right to say, you know what? I don't want to talk about that. I'll talk about it if we could kind of switch the narrative. I didn't say switch the facts. Just switch the narrative. Learn how to take your facts and put them in a different narrative if it's not the narrative of the Word of God. We don't ignore facts. We just exalt the truth. Come on, right where you are, just worship the Lord for being your redeemer. Lord, we remember you. Come on, right where you are, we remember you, Lord. You are the redeemer of our soul. You are the redeemer of our soul. You are the redeemer of our soul. Thank you, Jesus. Has anybody been missed? Does everybody, if you've been missed, can you just lift your hands? We want to make sure everyone has what they need. For those that are new, maybe don't know, um, you're like, man, why y'all got goldfish? First of all, you, th- you know you're grateful for goldfish and not having to eat one of those wafers. Amen. <laughs> but we also want to remind people that we are called to be fishers of men. I remember the day I told my wife that she thought it was corny. And if you're watching, babe, I know you love me. You're just looking out for me, but it's all good. But, and then it it just kind of dawned on us like, yeah, we want to be intentional. And then that's a God thing that there's multicolored fish. Because we are reminding ourselves that we're called to all nations, all nations. And so today we're remembering the work of Jesus Christ. If there was no shed blood, There would be no remission of sin, but one drop, say one drop, one drop saved all of man, right? And so today what we're doing is we're not coming to God like, oh, please forgive me. No, we're acknowledging that he's our savior, he's our redeemer, and we need a redeemer. We're confessing that we have sinned and we have fallen short. But in him, we have risen. We are in him. We have victory. It's nothing poor, poverty, false humility about this. He did not stop at the cross. He got up. And praise God, we do not have to have some somber, dark Christianity or relationship with Jesus. But the good news is not that he just went to the cross. But the real good news is what? He got up. So I don't have to, this doesn't have to be a down moment. We don't have to sing a song at the cross, at the cross, where I first found the light, Of course, and the burdens of my heart rolled away. That's a great hymn. But there's also, we got up. And you need to know, whatever you're going through, he got up and the blood gave you access. He said, I'm the door. What is he a door to? The kingdom. And so I am victorious, you are victorious because of the blood of Jesus. And when his body was broken, the cat of nine tails, leather straps with glass on the ends. It didn't just whip him, but those cats of nine tails dug into his skin and they had to pull it off. Chunks of skin, chunks of flesh coming off of your Savior. Real thorns in his head. And then what happens? He still has to go to the cross. It wasn't just physical humiliation, but it was emotional abuse. They teased him. They spit on him. That's, that's what we believe, and that's what we know. And so when we're remembering him today, we're remembering, man, he took a beating. He took a sacrifice to not even animals for you. So we're free from condemnation. And when you fall in love with him and you understand what he's done for you, then you don't want to sin. You don't wake up every day trying not to sin. You wake up every day trying to seek him first so you can fall in love with him. And it was love. He didn't want to go to the cross, but love put him there. And so, Lord, we just remember you today, and we thank you for your sacrifice. Father, we thank you for giving your only begotten son that we all may have a chance to return home. I thank you. Repeat after me. Say, Lord, thank you. Because of your blood, I am redeemed. Nobody can take that from me. I thank you, Jesus, for your obedience, for your love, and because of your shed blood, and because of your resurrection, I have victory despite the circumstances. You may eat. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift your hands right where you are and say, Thank you, Jesus. By his stripes I am the healed and not the sick. Thank you, Jesus. And here's the instructions very, very closely. We about to do our cheers, our cheers celebration, our cheers celebration. How many people ever made a toast ever cheers, right? Pinky up. Hey, I used to club, man. I used to club. You can't nobody club like me. You think you club, I club. I didn't smoke. I didn't drink. I didn't did all of that. And so if I can be up in a club doing my thing, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that felt like, like, a, like a dance that you danced to, like an R. Kelly song. Step, step in. Hey, man, come on. Hey, some of y'all looking, don't judge me. Y'all used to play, I believe I can fly. Stop playing. Stop playing. The Lord didn't give up on them, so you shouldn't. Amen. And so we're going to celebrate our victory. If anybody in the world has a reason to celebrate, it's the believer. I'm a fanatic. I'm a fanatic of Jesus. All right, so here's the instruction. After you do your cheers and after you say your confession that I'm about to tell you to say choir, you come up here immediately. We're going to sing our last choir song. Can we make some noise for the choir? See, like I said, it's not about how many people we have. We just need a bigger building just for the choir. We need space for ministry. For those that don't, didn't I say after the... Amen. I'm not the production director. Amen. Amen. That's your job. My bad. My bad. My bad. I was going to say, we hired you so you can do your job, but we signed you up so you can do your job. Amen. Thank you so much. One day, one day, though. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'm super excited about what God's doing. All right. So we're going to cheers. Before we drink, we're going to cheers. Three people. How many people? All right. Don't spill it. You got you to gotta do it. You got you to. Gotta, now, they're too small, so you can't glass to glass. Maybe you do pinky to pinky. Bam. Cheers. You know what I'm saying? Cheers. Boom. Okay. And what you're going to say is, come on. You are more than a conqueror. Victory is your inheritance. All right. Let's practice that. What you're going to say? Come on. You are more than a conqueror. Victory is your inheritance. Go. Say that to three people. Come on. You are more than a conqueror. Victory is your Come on. You are more than a conqueror. Victory is your inheritance. Come on. You are more than a conqueror. Victory is your inheritance. You may drink up. Listen, thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media. You can find us on IG and Facebook at Love Quest, INTL Church.